Hey everybody, Pastor Adam here. Uh, we are in the middle of Holy Week, the week between Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday. On Palm Sunday, Jesus rode into Jerusalem and publicly declared himself the Messiah. Um, and the same crowds that shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. A few days later shouted, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. And Jesus went to the cross to pay the penalty the judgment, the justice that my sin deserved. And so everybody thought he's defeated, but three days later he rose from the dead, and that's what we're going to celebrate on Easter Sunday. Now, this week we do have Easter Sunday online and in person at 10.30 a.m. Um, in person, we're, we're uh, excited for it. We'll have a little egg hunt for the kids. It'll be a good time. Uh, good Friday at 7 p.m. at the church, we're going to have a uh, in-person only uh, Good Friday service, 7 p.m. this Friday, uh, will be uh, same rules as Sunday, masks, social distance, the whole thing, but uh, really looking forward to having a Good Friday service this year. It's one of my favorite things we do all year. Uh, now, the Wednesday of Holy Week, because, you know, every day I'm getting on here and, and talking about what Jesus did on that particular day during Holy Week, Wednesday of Holy Week is actually super interesting to me because according to the Bible, we don't have anything recorded that he did. Now, I don't believe that Jesus did nothing necessarily, but it's interesting to me that in the middle of everything going on, the middle of constant travel, you know, every day during Holy Week, Jesus was walking um, not just about two and a half miles between Bethany and Jerusalem, but he's having to go up and down hill. He's He's uh, physically doing things like just physically think about what it would have been like on, on the Monday to cleanse the temple, uh, to drive out the money changers, to overturn tables, heavy tables, tables that had stuff on it. Um, there, there's a physical toll to it, plus the physical toll of what he was about to endure. And he would have known it. I mean, in general terms, he would have known what was coming. And so... With all that in mind, the idea that Jesus took a day and rested. And, and when we talk about rest, we don't just mean get a good night's sleep or take a nap, although I'm a fan of both of those things. Um, I'll tell you, Sunday afternoons, you know, church, doing church takes physically, a, it takes a toll. And so Sunday afternoons, I, I nap hard. Try to get a good night's sleep. Try to be rested. Try to do all the things you need to do. But it's more than that. Rest involves not just my, my sleep schedule, it involves my emotions, my relational connections. There's all these things involved in rest. Um, the, uh, the biblical concept of Sabbath, not so much a day, but a concept of taking time and resting because God has designed us in such a way that we need rest. And that even Jesus, though he was God, he was also fully human, physically needed that rest, emotionally needed that rest. Um, to prepare himself for the ordeal that he was about to face. The idea that there was a coming spiritual conflict, maybe the, the greatest spiritual conflict to ever happen. And instead of doing stuff and being busy in preparation, he rested. Something to think about this week. Um, how am I living in, in rhythms and habits of rest, not laziness, but rest. 
In fact, you have to do the work so that you can rest. Jesus had to go in and declare himself and cleanse and do all of these things to prepare the way so he could rest. The other thing Jesus was probably doing, I, I don't think it's a crazy speculation to say this, was he was just spending time. From what we understand, his closest followers, the, the 12, the disciples that are there with him, but, but his closest friends outside of the 12 seem to be Lazarus and his two sisters. He seemed to have some real connection with them. And so he's spending time with his friends and, and, and building that relational connection. Um, one of the big challenges with COVID is that we have had a harder time keeping those relational connections. And so uh, just the other thought is we're thinking about how am I living in, in patterns and rhythms of rest? Am I living in patterns and rhythms of connection? Because quite honestly, our whole world is built around being sort of disconnected these days. And so to make the choice like Jesus did to spend time, uh, I'll tell you post-COVID, once, once the restrictions get lifted, a lot of our focus in the next year is going to be spending time so that we can reestablish those rhythms and patterns of connection. Um, so anyway, what did Jesus do on, on the Wednesday of Holy Week? We don't have a recording, um, but it seems like he kind of paused. And in that pause, I think we can learn some lessons. I think we can find some examples. And I think we can um, see an insight not only into what, what Jesus was doing, but how we can best live as his followers. So excited uh, to be together on Friday night for Good Friday service and Easter Sunday. We have our Zoom small group tonight at 7 p.m. If you don't have the link, you can send me a message. And uh, you can email me, adam at faithonhill.com. You can email smallgroups at faithonhill.com. Uh, and, and we look forward to seeing everybody being connected together as the followers of Jesus.